Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Or home for home team talk. Sports 1280, New Orleans. Song, song of the south, sweet potato pie, and I shut my mouth. Gone, gone with the wind, there ain't nobody looking back again. Oh, yeah, you hear that sound. You know it's time to talk some SEC football with our buddy Chris Marler from Saturday Down South. Chris, did it just put you in the mood for some football right about now? I'm fired up, man. Fired up. I've yeah. just been up way too early watching this Ryder Cup. I'm ready for some football. Yeah, I got kind of sick of watching congressional hearings yesterday. I'm kind of in the mood for some SEC football right about now. Um, it's like watching the Fine Bomb show, like with people in suits. <laughs> you know, that's a, they should put Fine Bomb on that committee. That'd be that'd be outstanding. <laughs> let's be honest, yeah. <laughs> um, let's get into uh, before we look ahead. Let's uh, look back last week. Uh, look, I'm married to a Kentucky girl, so she was mighty happy after Saturday night. Uh, what I mean, we talked about what a big win for Kentucky finally breaking the glass ceiling and beating Florida, but how about this this past week? I did not see them dominating Mississippi State as well as they did. How many more glass ceilings are they going to just smash? I just, I mean, <laughs> it's like each week they keep hitting them and Benny Snell just keep telling us to stop sleeping on Kentucky, and each week Vegas and the media just keeps hitting that snooze button. It, I mean, yeah, it was great to watch. I mean, and not just win, because the game in Florida was, you just kept waiting for, you know, the other shoe to drop and something bad to happen. This was just, I mean, domination of a, of a what was supposed to be a top 10 team uh the first time this season chris uh alabama did not cover um i mean you got to be concerned that, that they only won by 22 against uh, texas a&m and yeah and i appreciate everyone's thoughts and prayers with me during this <laughs> difficult time um yeah that was a and, and i tell you what see i actually got them at a lower price thank god they covered for me but jimbo Calling timeouts and going down the field, <laughs> I was not happy with that. Yeah, they look they look pretty good. There's just a lot of questions on the on the back end of that defense, and I thought the secondary they looked better. But you know, it was it was also cool to see A and M, who's they dropped out of the top twenty five, but they moved up to number one in the moral victory poll uh, according to their fans again. <laughs> I mean, Tua just continues to dazzle. I mean, almost four hundred yards, four touchdowns, twenty two of thirty. It's unbelievable. I'd almost like to see this kid get pressured and and see how he would perform yeah. with a hand in his face. Because my God, the pocket—he's got all day to sit back there and, and make throws. Yeah, it's all day. And, and honestly, it's, it's surprising. It's weird to watch because you know at one point he came off the field and actually barked. I don't know if it was that statement, but it was one of the coaches and said, "Why are we running the ball on first down?" And I, like, I just, I, I don't know. I, I was taken aback because it's just as, as anyone that falls out of football, it's usually the opposite. That's run the damn ball. Yeah, the offense looks totally different. It's, it's, uh, it's really odd to see with, with Saban um, still on the sidelines. But yeah, it's been, it's been impressive to say the least. Uh, Florida, Tennessee. A lot of people thought this one was going to be close, but Florida t- absolutely took them to the woodshed, beating them forty-seven to twenty-one. Does that speak more to how bad Tennessee is, or is Florida actually good now? 
<laughs> I think it's I think it's neither. I think it's <laughs> uh, Tennessee came out. I, I mean that was a, that was tough to watch. They, they into the first half. Both teams had 204 yards of total offense, and Tennessee was or was down by 23 points or 26 points, something like that. I mean they had six turnovers, and it was it was it was tough. It was like watching Bambi on ice. Was watching them trying to like function on offense. They just could not stop shooting themselves in the foot. They had four first half turnovers. I think Florida is they're better now. They on uh, you know they have Reese and uh, and Jefferson back on defense. But man, that was that was tough to watch if you're a ball fan. Don't you think they need to change that rule? If somebody's going into the end zone and you drop the ball or you fumble, oh no, it's a touchback and it's going the other way. Like, shouldn't it just be like okay, balls down at the one or something? Like, you shouldn't lose possession. Uh, losing the ball going into the end zone—it just seemed that just seems crazy to me. In this case, I feel like they should have not only called him out the one, but maybe started the game over. Um, <laughs> right. In Tennessee, so that was just—I don't think that rule would have helped. But yeah, I agree. It is—it is kind of ridiculous because you're talking about such a huge momentum uh, swing in the game, not necessarily that game, just in general and that kind of play, and then just wipe the slate clean. Nothing bad happened at all because they fumbled to the back of the end zone. It's kind of ridiculous. All right, let's get to some of the games this weekend. Uh, got a, a couple of 11 o'clock specials this week. Uh, Alabama playing host to ULL. Now, look, I've heard people call, they want to keep calling themselves Louisiana. There was no such thing as Louisiana. There was no, no. school called Louisiana. They are Louisiana Lafayette or ULL. Thank you. What do you think? Of, what do you think of this week? Can Alabama cover this week? <laughs> they covered the first couple weeks. Like I said, I won, I won on them last week, not covering. But how about this one? 49 points against ULL. Yeah. I mean, I guess the good news is UL, um, which is, again, yeah, like you said, ridiculous. It's ULL, Louisiana Lafayette, the Raging Cajuns. It's, I mean, Billy Napier's the head coach. Maybe Saban feels bad. But, like, how early does he have to call off the dogs and take his foot off the gas against this team? I mean, the team that lost by 46 in Mississippi State, um, I mean, I, I, I want to say they don't cover because it's just so many points. But, you know, they played Arkansas State in week two, and that was a better team than Louisiana Lafayette. And they beat them by 50. So I'm going to say <laughs> that they're going to end up covering. Yeah, this is almost a start Jalen Hurts game. Like, just go ahead and start Jalen. Right. Let him play the whole game. Save Tua from, from even having to face well, these guys. I had a better idea. And this, how about instead, just in any game like this, to make it actually watchable, um, Anytime Bama gets in the 30, the offensive drive just stops and they have to automatically attempt a field goal. So at least, like, the other team stays in it. <laughs> right. Yeah, I mean, hey, look, Bama's field goal kicker needs some work. I mean, you know, yeah. they, they've had their issues in recent years with field goal kicking. Uh, how about the other 11 o'clock game? Arkansas uh, against Texas A&M in Arlington. This has actually been a really good matchup in recent years with, in the Kevin Sumlin, Brett Bielema eras, but... Got a feeling this one's going to be a bit one-sided. Arkansas is really bad at football. <laughs> they are really bad at football. I've been watching Ozark a lot on Netflix lately, so like I'm, I'm like pulling for them a little bit. But yeah, they're real bad. They're, and what's amazing is they lost by 31 points at Auburn. And if you talk to any of their fans, you would not have thought that was the case at all <laughs> because they outgained Auburn by 65 yards in total offense. They, I mean, to be fair, they did hold that Auburn rushing attack to under 100 yards. Um, what do you call it? Yeah, in total rushing yards. I They're 0-3 against the spread. A&M's 4-0 against the spread. A&M's obviously a better football team, but I, I'm going to fade both those and just say that Arkansas somehow covers at least because 21 points for two teams that are, I think, middle of the road at best in the SEC. That's more about A&M than Arkansas. I'll say Arkansas covers. 
Yeah, this is a, this is a lick your wounds game for uh, for Jimbo. I mean, they, you just got your ass beat by Alabama. You had the close loss to Clemson. This is one where you try to take out all your frustrations and try to take it out at Arkansas. But I'm I'm kind of with you. The early start, maybe a little hangover from last week. Maybe A&M's a little slow this week. Uh, the two thirty right. CBS game. They don't get any better than this. Tennessee going to Georgia. <laughs> A 31-point favorite, Georgia is. How, how about the fact that two years ago, it was only two years ago, that Kirby Smart lost to Butch Jones in this game? <laughs> I mean, like, think about that. That's, and, and here we are now. They're, it's the biggest point spread in the history of this rivalry. Wow. Um, yeah, you could throw out the record books, and you probably should um, for this one. <laughs> it's, it's not going to be very enjoyable to watch. I The, the line is 31-and-a-half, I think, and... I mean, Georgia's a much better football team. What's scary to think is they beat them 41 nothing last year in Knoxville, and Georgia didn't look great last week. They have stuff to actually work on this week. So I wonder what that's going to look like with Kirby Smart. Is he going to, you know, <laughs> just pour it on Tennessee? I think Tennessee covers late. I think they're a lot better. Not a lot better, but they're better than what they showed last week yeah. in the six turnovers they had. So I think in the most bless-your-heart backdoor cover way imaginable, they like recover a fumble with three seconds left in the end zone and somehow cover. <laughs> Do you like Georgia running backs? Do you like to see them score? Then watch this game. I, I, feel, <laughs> I, I feel bad for Nestler and Gary Danielson though. Like they are really going to have to find like some filler talk there in the fourth quarter. I feel. Like. Oh my god! Yeah, I mean, I don't, it might not even take that long. It might be the second quarter. <laughs> hey, let's check the scoreboard. What other games are going on out there? Right. Uh, Southern Miss goes to Auburn. Uh, no, no real uh, concern there for them. Tennessee. State goes to Vandy. Vandy should get back in the win column after uh, getting beat down by South Carolina a week ago. But two really good wins in the evening. Florida goes to Mississippi State. The return of Dan Mullen back to Starkville. Do they cheer him or boo him when they introduce him? I think they're going to boo him. I don't, like, it's, <laughs> they do not seem uh, very nostalgic or happy about his time there, even though he took their program from literally nothing. Uh, to where it is now, which is like what eight and four, I guess. I don't know. I, I this this game is a little bit interesting. I think the line is around eight and a half. I think the only reason that is because of the way both teams looked last week. I think if Mississippi State would have won, Florida might not have won so convincingly because of Tennessee. You know, again shooting themselves in the foot. This should be about five points higher than what it is right now. I think Mississippi State like cruises in this one because I don't think Florida's that good. Yeah, this the, it was so fun. Like when Saban went to Alabama and he came back to Tiger Stadium for the first time, people were like, "I'm going to cheer him because of what he did for our program." Like, no, he's at the rival school. Like, you, <laughs> right. you don't cheer for that guy. You boo him. You'll you love him for what he did. Rivals. What's that? These two teams aren't rivals. No, well, right, right. But I just I feel like uh, you know Florida. Come on, like it, Dan Mullen left left you in the middle of the night, Starkville. Boo the hell out of right. him and, ru- and run up the score on him if you can. Completely uh, agree. The last one, and this one could make my Saturday night a good one or a bad one. Uh, South Carolina going to Kentucky. Kentucky looking to keep this thing rolling. Um, I mean, yeah. it, it's almost a pick em. I mean, Kentucky's a one-point favorite. Why, why, why is Kentucky not getting any respect? I've even heard some experts saying, give me South Carolina in this one. Like, What's it going to take for Kentucky to finally get some respect? I think quarterback play, just adequate quarterback play. I mean, you know, the, the game at Florida, they ran very well against that Gator defense. Terry Wilson, they, they, they pretty much won in spite of Terry Wilson. And he looked okay against Florida. But this past week, he, he had a total of, I think it was 8 of 14 for 71 yards. And his, his QB rating was 30, which <laughs> somehow was still four points higher than Nick Fitzgerald. So 
that Kentucky defense is playing pretty lights out. I think and this is weird to say because they've already played Florida and Mississippi State. The skill position players at Carolina, these are going to be the toughest. This is going to be the toughest opponents Kentucky's had in terms of that. Like with Jake Bentley at quarterback, Debo Samuel on the outside, and that Brian McClendon offense. It'll be interesting to see how they're able to schematically, I guess, defend like that that part of their offense because they have not faced anything like this all year. That being said, there's no chance I'm picking against Kentucky at this point. <laughs> it's just they're only a one point favorite, I think, right now. Um, they've beaten Carolina in the past four years. So I don't see why that would stop now. And it's at home. And they have somebody named Cash with a K. I'm not going to bet against that. <laughs> yeah, the guy was like eating a sandwich while he was doing his post-game <laughs> interview. Like, that. it doesn't get much cooler than that. Uh, all right, last one, our game, uh, LSU versus Ole Miss. Look, we think LSU is going to win this one and uh, maybe by two touchdowns. But I, I just got a feeling watching Louisiana Tech uh, tear up LSU secondary in the second half, I don't know if that was a sign of – hey, they found a weakness there, or LSU just kind of got disinterested and, not, and stopped trying in the second half against Louisiana Tech. But it's worth noting because Jordan Tamu is going to throw the hell out of the ball this Saturday. Uh, you know, I think what you said about last week's game against La Tech, it's a little bit of both. Um, you're not going to, you know, you're coming off a huge emotional win at Auburn. You're coming back home and you're not playing a huge game. You're up early. I, it's hard to stay interested in that in the second half. That being said, this is more of a rivalry game. I'm shocked that he, that the line came from 13 and a half down to 11 in favor of Ole Miss. I mean, it's obviously LSU's favored, but it's dropped in Ole Miss's favor about two and a half points since it opened. And you're talking about a night game in Death Valley. What's a Bear Bryant say? It's like playing inside of a drum. I mean, that, there's no chance that I think Jordan Tamu is going to have time to throw the ball against that porous, porous Ole Miss offensive line. And this this is the epitome of a slump buster for an offense like LSU's and a quarterback like Joe Burrow, who might be struggling a little bit with the completion percentage, there's, <laughs> there's nothing more perfect than, than this Ole Miss defense to help break all of that. Because I think, I think they'll light them up. I don't think it'll be close. I think LSU defense is very similar to Bama's. We can talk about being able to get after the, uh, the quarterback, being able to defend on the back half and secondary and the linebackers. And they look, you saw what they looked like against Alabama. I think LSU will, I don't know if they put up 62 points, but I think they'll win with ease. He is Chris Marler, Saturday down south. Last thing, Chris, uh, we don't get political on this show, but uh, are are you like Brett Kavanaugh or not? Kavanaugh said yesterday he's never blacked out from drinking. Um, I'm going to call BS on that one. I'm not. I'm not going to answer. I'm not going to answer. Well, my question was my question was going to be: Have you ever blacked out from drinking? Yes, yes. You're not trying. You're not trying. If you have, I'm 32. Yeah, it, it, it would have happened at least once. Come on now. Certainly not an SEC football fan or or never been to an SEC tailgate because you really trust a man like that? That's all I'll say. (laughs) He is Chris Marler, Saturday down south. Chris, uh, thanks for the time, man. We'll do it again next week. Sounds good, man. Have a good weekend. All right. Thanks a lot. He is uh, Chris Marler, Saturday down south. Uh, He and uh, Connor O'Gara do a tremendous job. They do a a weekly podcast, a couple of weekly podcasts over there Saturday Saturday down south. Check it out, uh, SaturdayDownSouth.com, or subscribe to their podcast at uh, iTunes. We'll take a quick break. We'll be back. Ken Trahan's got our CrescentCitySports.com prep football report right after this. 
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere playing at luckylandslots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18+. Plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.